Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Put It in the Book Show. This is spring training special episode number three. I am back. I am Steve. Back here with the boys, having fun. No more, uh, no more monkey businesses this week. Uh, I got Keith right Yo. there. Let's go, Mets. Yeah, monkey business. I watch the show. You know, I watch the show. Right down there, I got Mr. Rodriguez. And behind the imaginary, imaginary, imaginary glass, imaginary non-existent glass door countertop is producer Joe. He, when you say that, I imagine there he is. drummer's field. There he is. Producer Joe is is just uh, he's the best producer on Pop Culture Pros Network, guaranteed. Done. Uh, Timmy, what's up, man? Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, let's get to it. Let's get to some Thanks. Brooklyn water coffee roasters. Real quick, before I even get into we that, I, that? Was a, I was on a uh, conference. We do. I was on a conference call at work today, and, and when I went on, nobody was answering. The administrator of the call was gone. So I went to YouTube real quick and queued up Lana Richie, hello, up to the point where we're hello. And I put it right <laughs> up to the mic and I went, hello. And I hit mute. Nobody laughed. I work with a uh, bunch of dull heads. Or maybe they weren't mute Because I would have been his <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. But, uh, yeah, this segment, every segment, this point forward, well, there's other people now, too. But this segment is brought to you by <laughs> Brooklyn Water Coffee From the roaster to your front door, only to find as beans and hand-selected for your pleasure, inside and out, for your awakening oh. pleasure. Speaking of awakening pleasure, one of my favorite favorite coffees from Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters dot com is Morning Wood. Morning Wood. Morning Wood is so delicious. I mean, the money. the The name is funny. The money is honey. No money, no honey. <laughs> the, the The name is funny, but uh, the the coffee is really delicious. Uh, it is part of the um, regular energy line, as I call it. They don't call it that. I call it that. Uh, another part of the regular energy line is dark roast, dark chocolate, rich chocolate, delicious flavored coffee. Uh, only problem is you're drinking chocolate flavored coffee, so it's probably not good for you, right, Farage? How many calories is it per cup? Damn, I forgot. You should have reminded me of it. It's Seto. Boom. So what if I have two cups? Is that double Seto? Seto times dose is um, carry the six. Seto. Boom! Check it out. Dark roast, dark chocolate. There's a lot of flavors out there. Another one of my favorites is uh, Winter Wonderland. Really delicious. Uh, I don't have the explanation. We got to get those explanations of those flavors again. I'll, I'll pull them down offline for our fans out there. Uh, but you can also go to BrooklynWaterCuffRoses.com and check out the explanation of those flavors yourself. Another one that we have not talked about in a while. I'm not sure if it's even an option anymore. Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters is um, what was the one? Waffles, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. Yes, I don't know if that's still. Out there. I have not tried that one. That is one flavor Ta-da! I haven't tried. I'm, I'm going to order that next time. Uh, then they have the high energy line of coffee, which is 50% more caffeine as opposed to the regular energy line of coffee. Uh, 50% caffeine more per cup. Uh, and part of that line, there's a couple of really delicious flavors out there. One is what we like to call our friend Rodriguez Jacked Up Cupcake. It's a rich vanilla cupcake flavored uh, coffee, really delicious, and it gives you an extra little kick in the ass in the morning to get you going. Uh, Cinnabuzz, another delicious flavor, 
I brag on that one. It's my favorite. Uh, then if you're not into flavored coffees, fret not, people, because we're here for you. Fret not. Fret not. Fret not. N-A-U-G-H-T. Uh, fret not. The uh, medium, <laughs> medium roast coffee is, uh, I think that's the most popular coffee, if I'm not mistaken. It is really delicious. Uh, I usually get that for, uh, you know, people who don't like flavors. I think um, something wrong with you. But they're out there. Uh, check them out now. There is, oh, what is that? S'mores there? Pumpkin spice? Hazelnut cream? Campfire. Morning S'mores. wood? Oh, my goodness. Honduran floor de café. De café. Uh, there goes the Winter Wonderland. No, but seriously, check them out, people. www.brooklynwatercoverroaster.com. From their roaster to your front door. Um, and if you act now and use the code Pop Culture Pros, all capitals, you can, after the last letter of the whole sentence, you can lowercase it if you want. But it has to be all <laughs> capital Pop Culture Pros on your checkout, and you'll get your third bag free. So put three bags in your cart. Use the code Pop Culture Pros. You'll get your third bag free. But uh, if you do get a third bag free, then you got to be make sure that you go out there and subscribe and like Pop Culture Pros on all your social media outlets, including YouTube, your sister's ass, Pony Express, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm not sure where else. You know who else uh, likes uh, Brooklyn Water Car Roaster? The butcher and the baker and the people on the streets. You know where they go? brooklynwatercarforces.com punto com um yeah wait th th thank you very much keith uh i are you guys seeing like some some of the some of the comments have the picture and some don't or is that just me like george's first comment nothing oh, okay i see the picture there when you put them up but uh on the side there uh timmy timmy is formally inviting Keith and Rodriguez to the 50th episode of the Just Too Sweet show on 316, which is Stone Cold Day. Uh, be there. Yes, I was invited yesterday. Uh, and Keith, Timmy made you proud, made us proud, and uh, said your sister's ass pony and all that stuff on the, on the show last night. The rest Woo! of the show to, to wrap up. <laughs> all yeah, right. Uh, did you get G on that show, too? What's up, George? G money. All right. So. We're here to talk some New York Metropolitan Baseball. Uh, since uh, last week, spring training games have started. It's fantastic. We got a third game in today, and uh, I'm going to use fret again. It's, it's multiple times the the use of the word fret on the show. Fret, fret uh, but yeah. <laughs> but we, we we were talking about it in in the group chat that of course there are the fans that we always talk about that have. A tendency to over exaggerate and get over dramatic about certain things. And yeah, we couldn't score a run the first game. Break them up. Fire the manager. Get rid of, get rid of everybody. Nimmo. Get rid of Nimmo. Get rid of Nimmo. Get rid of Nimmo. Right <laughs> <off> like, <laughs> no, and honestly, I think we should have retraded Lindor. Retrade. I mean, his first. Retread. Retread. Retrade. Um, first at bat was a ground out the first in spring training. Pfft, fired back to, oh, back to the pitcher, wasn't it? That's even worse. That was the first, either way. Loser city. Oh, so Lindor's no, done. That, <laughs> so, the, those are those, uh, those fans that we were, uh, that we were discussing. The divide so, line. What's up, guys? What's up, man? The divide the, line. The divide. Uh, 
if if you haven't checked out their show, uh, g- give them a give them a listen or a watch. Uh, good 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 stuff over there. Uh, so yeah, so we we started off against um, the uh, the Marlins, uh, lost two nothing, and a and the first two games are seven inning games. Uh, and the, you know the the most important part about all of the spring training for every team, just like NFL camp and NBA preseason, get through it healthy. One of these, especially us, you know, we we are known for having having issues. And the the the, the big thing here is get through everything healthy. I don't care if you hit 800. I don't care if you hit 050. Just get get through it healthy. You'll get through the rigor of the season. Uh, and then uh, obviously the, the important parts for some of the other guys that haven't made the team yet. You know, uh, Guillaume is, is jockeying for position to, to, to secure a spot on the bench. Uh, more, uh, all, you know, all, all these guys, um, uh, Martinez, uh, that you'll start seeing. Pilar started today. This was the th- third game in. I, I think we lost 14 to whatever uh, today. Um, but you, you, you guys agree, health, getting reps in, just getting warmed up and ready is, you know, the most important thing. Uh, we, we don't care about records, although Stroman did this yesterday. Yet? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's <laughs> Keith, a couple episodes ago, said our manager's name was Luis Castillo. <laughs> None of us caught it. <laughs> None of us said a word. It's Producer Joe, you got to catch I'll be honest, it's probably not the first time I did it. <laughs> Yes. So, um, and any anything that you've seen, the 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 only real takeaway that I, I have is that uh, Stroman looks sharp. Um, but outside of that, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's spring training. Guys are just getting the reps in. Um, but what do you think, Rodriguez? I am enjoying watching the Mets trout out their actual players actual guys that you know can come in and play if your starter is hurt. Uh, and like you said, you're talking about health and health is key. And we have done, I think, a really good job right now at this moment in time with the people that we've gotten, the backup players, the uh, the depth that we have. We've done a fantastic job. Let's even get it better. It's a, it's a fantastic job this offseason to get guys to come in. The starting lineup Except for the opening day lineup, except for two or three guys, are legitimate MLB players. They they can play in the league and they can and they can perform and do well. So when you're yeah. throwing out there, you know half of your lineup is starters and half of your lineup is, is reserves, and your reserves are pretty darn good. Where you have a really good chance of winning, you've done something right in the off season. And as they as they go through the season right now, uh, through the spring training season, uh, and they work out and they get in shape. Exactly. I agree exactly with what you said, my brother. It has to be health first. Just health, health, stay healthy. Keep the main guys healthy. Let all that other stuff go in the background. Go practice and get ready because if this team stays healthy, and we've said this so many millions of years, I'm oh my God. it again, and I'm going to jinx us. But if this team stays healthy, would at least be five hundred. And so and yeah, team, right? <laughs> no. I, I did, I did, you got like a little groan. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to. No, I didn't want to say the other thing I wanted to say because of the jinx. You know, how baseball players that we're all we're all freaking like yes. nut nut jobs when it comes to luck. Um, I, no, I, notice, I notice if if you I watch think. this back, you you were going down that path, and I looked down for a second, and you said that, and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know, I know this this guy right here, 
loves this team, and he's got something to say about those spring training guys. Well, first, I just Do want it. to say thank you to, to my uh, my boys, my lifelong friends that I've known almost my whole life for uh, catching and pointing out my flaws twice because we only caught once. Thanks, G. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I only saw it one time. <laughs> uh, he's, he says I caught it. He did it twice. Thanks, bro. Yep. Um, <laughs> it is, it's still funny, though. It's, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, for me, and we, we uh, as we've said on the show, we chat offline, uh, put in the books group, uh, the four of us. And that's something I had said earlier. I don't know if I did it in the work chat or this chat or what chat, but um, big for me is health. I'm not going to beat that horse because you guys kind of both dove into that huge thing. Uh, and, and really just giving the youth an opportunity. I love seeing these double AA, A, triple A kids come up. Uh, all these kids under 25 uh, who are eager with big eyes and just ready to prove themselves. Uh, we need that because depth is not just these veterans on the bench. Depth can also become these kids in the minors who we need to pull up in July and August or June or whenever uh, <clears throat> to spot fill for an injury. For that means we're in trouble. Not necessarily. It's just a normal process, right? If, if we got to pull somebody from double A AA or triple A for a couple of weeks, uh, it happens. Uh, pitcher, pitcher has a dead arm for a while. Uh, so somebody stubs a toe, or that left field that we used to have where he pulls an ass muscle, things like that. You gotta go ahead. Up, if we get those kids from the minor leagues, and we're not right picking up the guys from triple, from, we're not picking up the triple A guys and bringing them up. If we're going into the minor leagues, like a Crow Armstrong and those type of young guys, no, that's not what I'm shy. saying. What I'm what I'm saying. My point is. Uh, to get back to it is that I love seeing these young kids come up and with these big eyes and eager to play and prove themselves because it gives them an opportunity down the line and potentially in the middle of the season to come up and earn a starting job if they overperform or outperform, I should say, uh, whomever they come up to temporarily replace. It's it's a lot of fun. And the, the fact that we have that kind of depth right now, our, our minor league system is still not one of the top ones yet, but we're looking pretty good. And I, I'm, I'm very confident in the approach we're taking and spring training to me is huge in letting us see what these young guys have. That's that's yeah. Bombs. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon. And, I get and, your point. You know, I get your point. You're you're right in that sense. In, in a normal situation, in a normal in a normal. Yeah, year, I don't want to see this, a flood of double A guys. Year, I'm not Rodriguez. I'm just saying. This year, we don't want none of those double A guys. None of it. Single A guys. None. We don't want to see any one of them. This year is the year to win. Okay. Any year, Remember but I mean, it happens. Thing. You know, I like this guy. What's his name? Khalil Lee. Yeah, I was, uh, was going to mention him. He's got some work to do on him. He's got some work to do on himself. But I mean, there's, there's some there's some fun there's some fun players down there that may have an impact in the future. We don't want them to have an there. impact this year, like you said. But, but that I don't yeah. that I don't that, that trade that trade actually got a lot of uh, high high praise from uh, from the booth uh, from Keith Ron and um, and um, and Gary. Uh, they, they they were talking about it, and they they kind they kind of just basically said that they loved loved the trade the, the three team deal and you know rodriguez getting back to what you said just just real quick you know in 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 years past um we and somebody went down and we brought somebody in we were like who we had a research like who the hell is this guy we brought him off, off the streets what was that douche's name that we brought in last year the speed guy who can't the, uh, the one that smiled at us first in, base. in left field and right no field. no that was that was a couple years ago but <laughs> but uh, uh, Billy, well, Ham Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton. No, Billy Hamilton. 
Oh my god, that do you remember how annoyed I got with him when we got him? You can't steal first base, and he, he went what one for 28 uh, uh, with us. Uh, but and Keith, the one that he's a fringe player, yeah, yeah. I, and and he was brought in uh, when, when he originally came up with the Reds, he was this you know big, high, high prospect and whatnot because of the speed, but. As many people have said over and over again, can't steal first base. I'm right. so worried um, how calm I am through all of spring training. Through, I'm I'm very calm through all this. I feel like there's a ball of energy hidden inside of me that's going to freaking explode during a regular season, and it's 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 going to be entertaining. So stay tuned, stay tuned. Brian Hump sucks. <laughs> Brian Hump sucks. Uh, stay tuned for Keith exploding. Yes, and ap- explosions from Keith. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, not that anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, and those. Keith, the... we already know about those. <laughs> Keith, the left fielder that you were talking about, I can't remember his name, but I, I remember I, I, I screamed out or something like, uh, "You would have had that," because whoever was in center field couldn't get to the ball, and he smiled at us and, and then came up and he promptly hit like one forty six, <laughs> and he was right, and, the, and then and then complained Buxton. that we defeated him. Buxton, yes, thank you. Jeez. Yeah, and then, then he, he pitched out the Mets that we DF, the Mets DFA'd him. I mean, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Anyway. Um, a couple couple of uh, noteworthy uh, th- things around the league that have to do with Mets past. Yoenis Cespedes had his little workout. Um, apparently, teams were going Google Gaga over that, and potentially, I I read that the Tigers might be an option. Yeah, go to the Tigers. Go. Just go away now. Just go away. I read somebody, I read somebody wrote a comment and said, yes, go ahead. Go to the Yankees. You fit right in with the injured outfield. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't want I, – I listen, I, I always – and you'll hear me say it a lot unless you're in my division or you're going to face us in the playoffs. I wish you the best. Whoever you are, bye. Even Jed. Jed's dead. Good luck. Take care. Don't want him to see you again. But with Cespedes, I don't wish him anything. I wish him bad. And I don't normally do that, but I just wish I wish he's healthy and he bats two ten with four home runs. You don't normally yes. wish that. Just every week you flock at that somebody. Yeah. You don't wish that. Well, I said only pe- I said people not in our division or that's competing. People. Against them. If you people, yeah. Well, look, sometimes you flock at the whole team. Flocka targets uh, a lot to Bryce Harper, but um, gets around. <laughs> yeah, normally it's the NL East. Or people were facing that I really flock to or Brian Hom because Brian Hom is a Brian Hom is a walking Achilles He's heel. Walking flock at He's a walking uh, yes. That Achilles heel. Uh <laughs> all right. Uh so you know that that's done. Um I'm, I'm I there are other guys that I'm interested in see how how they how they do this yeah, but what and, the, and what, what goes does on. What does Sandy like, say? Before you get done with that Mesfedes thing, you know. What does Sandy oh, say yes. about him? Didn't Sandy, didn't Sandy say that we'll go down to fourth uh, oh, and, and yes. ride off horses? They, yeah, <laughs> when, 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 they, when they asked him if the Mets Sorry, were going to attend. Yeah, we'll rent a couple line. of horses and ride it. He, he officially great. became – go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I said it was great. That's it. Uh, you're gonna, yeah, his quote. It, 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 to me, it officially made him – he's still GM. We got this other guy. What's his name? Uh, Dick Victor uh, – Porter? No, um, somebody else. Um we we got a GM, but he's still really the GM. Sorry, he's still the GM, and to me, it, it you, solidified him as the best GM ever. Dick Pick Porter. But I I dropped the K. You just couldn't hear the K. So it's uh, really not. The K a was person. silent. The K yep. was silent. Yes, yep. very good. Right. Well, well done. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. <laughs> Did you hear the Indians ignored the whole uh, pick? I muted myself. I I can edit myself. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, that The whole situation is because one report came out saying that the Mets and the Indians both knew about it. And I just want to ignore that. <laughs> just, no, but we have a good excuse. Let's, let's we forward. are on the new management. And Sandy yeah. was out during that time. Yeah, we could, so. we, we could blame it all on him. Um, but uh, Sandy did say, as a you know, nice little segue, um, into talking about Mr. Callaway, who is uh, under a lot of pressure out there in Los Angeles uh, with, with his situation. Uh, but b- basically just saying that, you know, that they went just based on his – uh, baseball knowledge, which is, you know, at, at some point in, 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 in this life, that's all we had to go by, you know, now we're in 2021 and all this other shit pops up and literally, and you got to dive into people's, um, you know, backgrounds and look into their past and, and Hey, t- any ladies want to complain about, about what, you know, what this person may or may not have done to you. So it's no longer about, oh, this guy's the best. You know, a lot of teams, remember, Mickey Callaway was wanted by many teams. And, that's and, what and I was going to say. He wound up coming with the Mets. It wasn't part, just the, the it wasn't the Mets and that's it. Part of that Alderson interview, and unfortunately, I really read the transcript more than saw the video uh, just because time-wise it's easier. But he, he had mentioned <clears throat> um, he was such, Mickey was such a hot commodity. A lot of teams were after him. Yep. And they were just more interested in winning him, I meaning getting him on the, their team. So um, they overlooked a lot of things and didn't do proper vetting. Uh, and if you see, as a coach. he was successful he was as a coach. The, he was one of the top pitching coaches in baseball. And his players liked him. And that's all we heard. We, but we didn't hear mm-hmm. beyond that, you know, because there's really no female players. Um, and, you know, his, his actions, if true, um, I'm sure they are based off the proof we've seen. Are well, the portal, I've seen JD but... play third base. There are some female players. Oh, man. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> we follow up from there. I, How do we I move just, on from there? That shut me up completely. I don't know what to say now. And, and the, what's even worse is none of the viewers have any it. idea. It wasn't meant to shut you up. No, I'm like, no, uh, Rodriguez is really thinking, oh, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. <laughs> Good job, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so, you yeah. See, you see producer Joe with the crybaby? Yes. No, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I I mean, I, I don't know how much more you, you they, they could have done, but – I, I just want this type of stuff out. Uh, you know, Joe, you want to put <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> but Joe, I mean, can you, can you zoom in on the package, Joe? Let me see. Sending that. <laughs> sending that is. Why do you do that? You're so creepy. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Creepy oh. equals funny sometimes. <laughs> I'm not looking at the guy's junk. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a it's a better picture to send than what Porter sent. <laughs> I mean, well, at, at least reports, we could show it. <laughs> according to reports, Mickey sent a little more intimate pictures as well. Oh boy! Thanks, producer Joe. Closer, closer. 
according to in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, but according to some reports, Mickey sent his pic, uh, pictures of his Mickey to some people. <laughs> I didn't see that. Okay, I'm so immature, and I can, I can, uh, I can, I can have these bad jokes for an hour. So let's just stop it. Yeah, poor, uh, poor, poor, poor ladies. Now. Poor ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's All not. Right. The, the situation is not funny. Let me just make that clear. Uh, but you know, I I will make jokes at a funeral, so don't judge me. We we have. No, I actually <laughs> judge you. If you're yes, making a joke right. at my funeral at a funeral, I'm gonna beat your ass and get kicked you out. <laughs> Come back for the, I might, bro. A listen, ghost. Big girl teeth. I judge you a little bit. All right, let's get to uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna cover three of the MLB shredders top ten lists. Uh, r- real uh, real quick here. Uh, we'll start with first base. Uh, so we've covered starting pitcher. We've co- uh, covered relievers. Uh, the guys covered the uh, catchers last week, uh, which thank you, Mr. McCann, on, on the list. Uh, so here's the top 10 first baseman. Thank you, Joe. Um, placement at the top is, is pretty spot on. Freddie Freeman was number one la- uh, coming in last year. He's number one now. Uh, Goldschmidt had a, a and uh, had a nice season uh, last year, and and again, we, we, but yeah, but we also talked about how it's a shortened season. But mm-hmm. as as baseball, um, you know, kind of uh, you know allows that to be just a, a normalized season, uh, we have to take and every, everybody's judged the same way. Uh, Goldschmidt had a good good year last right? year. Yeah. No, good. No, I mean, Go, Go, I, Goldschmidt's phenomenal. Yeah, and Freddie Freeman, mm-hmm. I, I hate him, but I mean the guy is the guy's great. It is what it yeah, is. And and the Cardinals will have number two first baseman, and then uh we'll we'll talk about a third baseman that potentially on that list. Uh you know, Luke Voigt, uh number three with the with the skanks. Uh Abreu, who had a just a, a phenomenal year last year, was not ranked previous season, and now he's number four. Uh Max Muncie, who is Rodriguez's favorite player in all of baseball mr muncie no eyebrow raised no <laughs> uh he he takes a step back rizzo from right down here in parkland florida uh he's he comes in at number six was number four last year uh and then our boy pete alonzo alonzo came in at number three uh the previous year uh falls down a few spots to number seven uh you know it, a, a lot is said about how he took a step back last year but again, like we've said many times uh, on, on on the show, it was only a sixty game sample, and he could have easily gone on a on a monster tear for as as power hitters do for a 35, 40 game stretch, uh, and been much higher on, on this list. Stretch, go. We'll get through the list. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, Matt Matt Olson uh, at uh, for Oakland is no, number eight. The douche from I'm not even gonna say his name because I don't respect him. Reese douche. Uh, he comes in at number nine. I, I wonder wasn't he? I thought he was in the outfield last year. But and anyway, and then uh, the vet Carlos Santana, who heads to Kansas City this year. He's he's been a journeyman since leaving Cleveland. He went to Philadelphia, then then Cleveland again, and then KC. He was oh, yeah, ranked, cool. uh, surprisingly good glove over at first base uh, for a former catcher. Um, all right, so that's your top 10 first baseman. Uh, let us know in the comments if you agree, disagree. Uh, and then, Keith, let's get to your comment. I, I'm not sure how Muncy even makes the top 10, let alone be – and I'm protective because I'm a Met fan uh, to the goober uber point. But let's be honest. Let's look at the facts and the numbers. How is Muncy ahead of P. 
Pete Alonzo. How is Muncie on the top 10? I mean, the guy's got potential. Uh, you know, I just I, I can see him on the top 10 because he hits power. Uh, yeah, to he, me, he's he's <laughs> like he's like Pete Alonzo with a little less power. So if anything, I think Alonzo should be a little ahead of him. Alonzo got a really bad rap last year, but if you really look at Alonzo's numbers and if you were to multiply that to kind of make it like a full season type of situation, which is ridiculous, it's all hypothetical. Um, he, he he had an amazing 40-plus home run year, if you look at it that way, in a 162-game season. Uh, I mean, Muncie, I'm looking at his stats right now. I don't know what's so impressive about him. Uh, he's a career 236 hitter. Uh, he does hit. He hit, did hit 35 home runs in two consecutive years. Uh, okay, you know, if uh, one year he had 251 and 263 with 35 home runs, that's great. I'll take that any day of the week, but not over Pete Alonso. I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I'm I don't, I don't know how he is defensively, but because that that plays a role in in this too. Um, I'm sure it does. But if you look at his, I'm looking at his defensive stats, uh, his standard fielding, as they call it. Um, He's okay. Producer Joe uh, says, not sophomore jinx, but a drop-off. Let's see how he rebounds. I uh, agree with that. Who's that? He, um, hits, he hits 16 Producer Joe. in 16 I'm games. I'm talking about um, Alonzo. You're talking he about Pete? 16. Yeah, Alonzo hit 16 yeah. home He's runs amazing in year. 16 he, games. I agree, Rodriguez. Okay. He had an amazing year. Projected it's an easy folding home run season, and yeah. supposedly it's a bad season. Let's let's figure that out right away. Let's exactly. Take that out. I'll it's take that bad, bad season. season any day of the effing week, bro. You're talking he's going to hit 32 to 40 home runs in a bad season. And here's the thing. He started getting warm, too. Oh, look. <laughs> All right. Keep, keep, keep. Go ahead, go ahead. You, you got you to you move your lips as Rodriguez talks. There you go. That's what I was waiting <laughs> for. I, I, I lost it. Sorry. I was waiting. I had why I was sitting screen, so I just figured I'd fool around. You've been sitting screen before, weirdo. Usually when you I'm talking, no one else is listening. But, yeah. Mm, yeah I, I am a weirdo. I wear that badge that's probably. Okay. That, that's all right. Listen. Alonzo, Alonzo should be at least five. Um or I don't know why Luke Volt or what Luke Voigt from the Skankies. That's just name name recognition for being on the Skankies because what he hit like twenty home runs in the last uh, the last four years. He's averaging like fifteen home runs. How's well, that guy? Because he hit twenty two home runs in, in a sixty game season. Okay, big whoop. You've been in the league for six years already. This is the first time you've done that. You well, let's be fair. He, he he's been in the MVP running once. He finished ninth. Really? What are we being fair about? Nothing. It's ridiculous. You're right. Absolutely right. He doesn't deserve to be a third. Now that I'm looking at that, I didn't. I didn't realize I'm looking at his numbers now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Who who wrote this list? I, I, Who's in charge of this list? It's got to be you, right, Farachi? I think it was Farachi. See, it was how me. did you know? That, that's why. That's why. That's why Freeman is number one. <laughs> All right, because yeah, my boy. That's my boy. Yeah, little traitor. Whoa. I mean, Listen, I'm not saying uh, Joe, you know what to do, Joe. You know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you that know. was one of our skits. Remember the new Brave Chop? <laughs> oh, yeah. What was it? Chop. Oh. Chop. Yeah. No, no, no. So I – so No, no, no. His, so is Pete <laughs> – if you're listening on the podcast, you didn't have the pleasure of seeing that. <laughs> you did not. 
Right. When you I enjoyed it. But I'll describe right. it. I'll describe what I did. I, <laughs> no. raised, I raised my hand and I said fiction, hi Murphy. multiple times. Hi. Uh, so yeah, I, and it, is Peter is Peter victim of setting the bar so high? I mean, I, yeah, most definitely. I mean, but you know, us watching him every single day, I, I don't appreciate the other people judging him like like you guys. But we, you know, we we um, not you guys judging him. You guys like me don't like other people judging our guys. But you know, when we watch it every day, we are able to see that last year was not the same as 2019 for Pete. I mean, just just the way he he approached the plate, it, it was not. Uh, he was swinging at he he was he was swinging and, and missing at a lot of balls that he was spot on uh, the previous year. And I I think at some point it it did get to him. Um, yeah, I'd like any young player, but I I I definitely see him bouncing back this season. If you take a 60 game stretch. <laughs> Out of 2019, I'm sure you will find comparisons to the slumps that he went through in 2020, right? And if you look at he he's he was pretty consistent in hitting his home runs, but he did have periods where he hit clumps of home runs, so to speak, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and if you put 162 games out there, I think he would have averaged close to what he did. I, I'm not gonna say he do what he did in 2019. But it, hard, I, I will say that it it's possible that he would have he would have been there or close to it, uh, because if he went after that sixty game stretch, he started getting a little hot. What if he went on a forty game hot streak? It would have changed yeah. the whole season around. Then you would be looking if, at these numbers differently. You, you if he hits thirty five home runs, he's a winner. Yeah, we win. I, and right. I, I'm, 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 I'm only I'm, I'm I'm only speaking to well, you know what what I saw and you know the the mm-hmm. pitches that he would and and it was a lot of pitches that he would normally take and he was chasing. You know, in 2019 he took those pitches and in 2020 it felt like he he started pressing a little bit and started swinging out of the strike zone. Just, just my just my opinion on it. In, yeah, 20, I, I, in 2019 <laughs> he swung out of the strike zone a lot. The only pro, the only difference was he made contact because if you look right. at the, the same way he batted in 2019 he was batting. He was batting in 2020. The problem was he was missing those balls, and they right. and they looked bad, and because they, they were throwing pitches that were crap pitches, and he was still swinging at them just like he did the first year. But he was smashing them then. This, last year he missed them, and then he started warming up, laying off those bad pitches, making the pitches come to him for a minute, you know, and then and then he gets good pitches to hit. But if you're just gonna reach at t- for every single pitch, you, no one's gonna ever gonna throw you a strike. They'd be stupid to. Yep. And you know what, from from uh, a Mets fan perspective, and, and not being biased because of that, but more more in depth, seeing him like you guys are saying all the time, uh, Pete Pete Alonso is a really intelligent kid. He is a student of the game. Like he, you can really tell from from what I see. Anyway, obviously I don't know him personally, but you can really tell he he works on his flaws. He watches things. He learns things. He learns from other people. I truly believe he's going to come back this year and learn from those 60 short games last year and improve his game. I I don't think he's that kind of guy who just sits back and accepts the fact that he had these slums. I think he's going to try to address those slums and get better as he goes. Uh, Pete Alonso is not a slacker, I guess you would say, right? So I'm looking for a big Far from it. He'll be top. He'll be top five at the end of the year, and uh, offensively. Yeah. I, I, okay. So, bottom line is, I think this list is a bunch of garbage. 
Okay. There's All right. Good let, let, on here, but I have, you know, the first two are great, and then it starts getting really questionable of where people are placed and who even belongs on this list. Don't call Freddie Freeman great. Unfortunately, he is. Well. Listen, the more respect you give right. him, you fill it right up, and then he gets overconfident. <laughs> strike him out with a DeGrom slider. DeGrom! DeGrom will strike anybody out with a slider. All right, let's get to uh, second base, why don't we, as we uh, as we move on. i got to see Fonzie on there. Fonzie, yeah, Fonzie is going to be uh, number one. Um, uh, Raul, Raul says, but, but, thanks for joining the show, by the way. Alonzo will never... Sorry, I just had to say Alonzo. that. Sorry, Raul. Don't agree with you, bud. Shut up for a second. <laughs> Alonzo will never reach the stats that he had in his rookie year, but I would take 35 to 40 home runs, 105 to 110 RBIs for Pete as a hitter. Hell yeah. <laughs> Give me that for five years. Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, Raul, for, for, for sure. It's hard he's to in the Hall of, He's in the Hall of Fame, Raul, if he does that. Oh, done. I think done deal. 40-plus, 35-plus type of player for the rest of his career, or at least the next six or seven years. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't see why not. He's, he's, he's built for the long haul. I mean, this guy's a, a, a beast. All right, let's get to second baseman. Uh, second baseman, number one and number two, both residing in New York City. Uh, number one uh, is DJ LeMayhew uh, with the Skanks over in the Bronx. Uh, Jeff McNeil, our boy. Squirrel, baby. Squirrel. squirrel. Joe has a phenomenal flying squirrel jersey. Uh, it's going to be worth a ton of money one day. We're going to get it signed. We'll have it sent into the Hall of Fame. Good good stuff there. Uh, so Jeff McNeil last We're year, was he was on the third base list. Yes. He was... <laughs> He was on the third base list, and he was number five. So this is his first year, and we, we've we've talked about this. He he plays all the positions that he that he plays pretty well. Uh, this just happens to be his best best position at second base. So he comes in at number two. I mean, what more can you say about the squirrel? Uh, his his slumps are few and far between. He swings at the first pitch, and he usually rockets them. Uh, it doesn't matter what, and it seems that, you know, the pitchers will get wise, get wise to it and they'll throw them off speed stuff on the first pitch and they'll still yank it. So <laughs> he's, he's just that professional, like day in, day out hitter. Uh, and yes, now I've seen, I, I believe we've all seen enough of, of him to, to know that this is the type of hitter that he is. Um, Rodriguez, if there was a flaw, put you on the spot, if there's a flaw in McNeil's game, what would it be? If there's a flaw in McNeil's game is that he plays golf. That's a flaw. <laughs> His swing sometimes seems like a golf swing, like a really yesterday's home run. Uppercutty, uppercutty. Okay, yesterday's home run. Uppercutty home run mm-hmm. switch. And he thinks he can hit everything. So as a pitcher, I would try to make him fetch. I would not give him strikes because he's locked in on the zone. That's why he hits those first pitches. He's either going to say, this guy throws me a strike, a fastball strike. I'm going to, I'm going to swing. He throws me a curveball strike. I'm going to swing. He's in that zone. So I'd make, I'd corner, I'd have to hit him in the corners all the time. And I tell my guys to play the lines on, uh, on the, on the inside and on the outside, because I'm going to make him pull it or I'm going to make him slap it down the third baseline. I'm not throwing him anything in the middle. 
that's the type of defense. That's the way I would play him, Consider, you know, provided I had the stuff to do it. But that's what I would do to him uh, because he can hit any – he will try to hit anything. And he can. He'll foul off stuff until he, he tires you out and slap it hit the other way. The key is not to get tired out, not not to lose to him, not not to lose uh, the contest, you know, the, the pitching against the batter contest. And, and it's, it's a fantastic way to, to play, man. I, I love pitching. It's the best – spot on the teams honestly it's fantastic but um i would uh and i would hit him (laughs) (laughs) if i'm throwing 93 94 95 i'm gonna drill him i'm not gonna drill him to to put him out i'll drill him in the thigh but i'm gonna let him know that i'm coming inside so you better back up a little bit give me that outside corner then i then i can work the guy a little bit right old school he was hit 21 times in 2019, but I think 23, 24, keep him going. Him and But I think that he, um, I think that he has a good level swing too. I, I think he, he reminds me a lot of Keith Hernandez in a way. Cause if you remember, I remember some of the toughest at bats in, especially the postseason, but regular season was Keith Hernandez foul off, foul off. How many pitches would Keith Hernandez – sometimes he'd foul off 10 pitches plus and at bat until he got that right one because he knew to put the bat on the ball and he knew how to get it – keep his at bat going. And I think McNeil has that talent too. Um, let, let's see Let's see how the pitchers adjust to him this year. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, no, for sure. <clears throat> um all right, and then to, to round out the top 10, uh, we have Marte over in Arizona. He was number one last year, drops down to number three. Brandon Lowe, uh, a very, very good first baseman over there in Tampa, number five, uh, moved up a spot to number four. Gavin Biggio, one of the killer bees, uh, little bee, uh, up in Toronto. He moves up a few spots. Uh, Cronworth, uh, I, I, he's, a, he's a rookie out in San Diego. Um. I don't know what you know, if if they have him on this list. I don't know what 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 they do with um, what's his name that used to be with the Royals, uh, and he signed a he signed a long term deal there. Any anyway, uh, uh, Donovan Solano for San Francisco, not rated last year. Chris Taylor, Chris Taylor was is 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 somebody um, that is an up and comer for Los Angeles, not rated last year. Top top eight this year, Jose Altuve. Fall, fall from grace, obviously, after la- last year's season. Uh, I mean, look, look at it. Look at his back of his baseball card, where where everything just fell off, obviously. When, he, when he's got to guess them pitches, bunch of che- a drop, bunch of the cheetahs. averages drop. Um, and then, for sure. And then Ozzy Albies with Atlanta, uh, he, he comes in at number 10, was number four last year, so drop off for him there, too. Um, and... Before we move on to uh, on to the next one, Rodriguez, uh, w- as we talk about Altuve, uh, just just touch on it, on it real quick. The whole cheating scandal situation. It seems as though, oh, a year has gone by and now all is forgiven. All is forgiven. You know, the, let's hire let's hire Cora back. Let's hire what's that guy from the Astros? Uh, Hish, Hirsch, Hinch, Hinch. Uh-huh. Hinch is it right? Hinch. Cora, AJ Hinch, AJ Hinch, Alex Cora got their jobs back. They're fine. Let's all forget about the cheating. Let's just forget about Beltran in Puerto Rico hanging out. You know, I hate that guy now. 
I can't stop. I can't. I just can't stop. I had not. I did not know that. Did you know? I I was not aware. Just telling you right now. I hate. Producer Joe says he's your favorite guy ever. Producer Joe says a lot of things that are wrong. However, (laughs) all these cheaters got nothing. Nothing. A year suspension. It's kind of like they slapped their head and said, "Go away. Don't say a word." This yeah, will be done by next year. Everybody will think of the pandemic. They'll never remember that you cheated and won a World Series. They'll never remember that. Bunch of cheaters. You Meanwhile, the all-time hits leader is still banned from baseball. The all-time hits leader is banned from baseball. Uh, the old, the old-time home run king doesn't get his, his respect because of a of a bald-headed, fathead cheater. You know what is that? You know, come on, guys. Baseball, baseball, you got to tighten up a little bit. Uh, honestly, I'm not telling you to do this whole cancel culture type of nonsense. But but, but be real here. A.J. Hinge and Alex Cora should not be back in the league, especially when there were men in uh, the man, in, in a position of power, in a, a position of authority, cheating. And don't tell me that no one in, in their teams knew about it, no one in the front office. That's all nonsense, too. You guys should have at least ban these guys for two or three years, man. Because they they, yeah. they they really hurt the sport by that by doing that cheating. They really hurt it. Girl, you know it's true. <laughs> and and <laughs> let, let, here here's the other thing. I I I don't believe if the, if anybody on that Astros team believes that last year was was a, se- a shortened season with no fans in the stands and they just get away with it. No, this it, right. But we we don't have a short term memory. The fans that are in the stands this year, which is going to be, uh, you know, uh, to start the season at least, you know, fifteen twenty percent in certain stadiums and increase from there. You guys ain't getting a break. They're yeah, going they to be to, all uh, over you. They come to Miami this year. We you want to go, go heckle? No, <laughs> you, no, heckle maybe, you will hear me if they come to Miami. I'm going to look at the schedule. We'll let you know by next show. You will hear me on your radio and television all day, every day, screaming. Even with his mask on. No. These guys guys will tell you. George G-Money, he'll tell you. Believe me. Funny story real quick. I used to go to the booth underneath the TV booth, and I used to tell my dad, seventh inning, two outs, I'm going to yell up to you. And I'd have my dad tune into the TV, and I'd go underneath the booth and go, hey, dad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I, I will scream uh, so loud from my seat that you because nobody's there anyway. Not because it's COVID, yeah. just because it's Marlins. No, that was before COVID. Um, Twenty nineteen. <laughs> it's seven, yeah. six thousand people. I, I, I want to go heckle. You guys up for it? I'm down. Let's, Let's heckle. Go. Heckle. Yep. Producer Joe, you the end up go heckle. The red heckle. Shot. If he says no, and just give him a couple of shots of peanut butter whiskey. There he goes. Okay. I'm in. All right, Done. Joe. Yes. Uh Keith, speaking of the booth. Uh, the booth already in in rare form. Uh, first pitch uh, that McCann <laughs> was catching popped out of his glove, and Ron Darling just says, "Hey, <laughs> I thought this guy McCann was supposed to be a good catcher." <laughs> I died laughing on that. That's a good line. That's a good. I'm pretty sure he was. It's just a good No, he no, he was. They they all laughed in the in the in the in the booth. It was it was it was. I mean, our our booth. Booth in baseball. Come on. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Maybe we could do like a little, uh, little, little, little stuff there. All right. I don't uh, want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Why not? Fire. (laughs) All right. Let's. uh, Before we get to third base, let's talk about Sterling's Paradise. 
authentic Haitian food. It's down here in South Florida at 360 State Road 7 up in Margate. If you're north of Margate, then it's down in Margate. Uh, and for those of you not watching and listening uh, to us on the podcast, the phone number is 754-971-8955. 754-971-8955. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, all the Haitian classics are, are there. And it's just phenomenal. And as Keith, uh, I don't want to steal your thunder, but as Keith and Rodriguez sometimes say, we know the owners. They are phenomenal. As Keith chokes, gets all choked up, uh, verklempt. Uh, they're, they're just great people and great food. And what what a what better combination is there in life than yep. great people Look, and great down food? On, what is it, 360 South State Road 7. And they are COVID-friendly, meaning they take all the proper precautions they do curbside pickup i believe they're on oh, I, th- I thought you meant they i thought you meant only those with covid can come eat there <laughs> no, no. But you can <laughs> if you're on if you have covid just order uber and have the food dropped at your door yeah or, or grubhub or grubhub yeah uh but yeah i mean check them out it doesn't hurt uh believe me you will order again you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I cut that short. Did it throw you off? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's go. Um, let's uh, look at the comments real quick. Uh, Raul says McNeil had to cut his upper cut swing and he'll be all right. Kind of piggybacking off of uh, Rodriguez. He's a professional hitter and a good fielder. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then uh, George says, yes, McNeil is a tough at bat. Uh, and uh, George also says Stroman strong yesterday too. He's key with Carrasco. Absolutely, I mean, we, we, we talk about this kind of all the time. Um, you know, so we'll put up the slide, right, Keith? <laughs> yeah, put the slide. <laughs> should, should we all right, that uh, no, it's not. It's a it's a work thing. You know, we normally put up uh, images here so you guys can see. And Keith said, "Yeah, let's put that slide up." Meanwhile, it was just me taking a picture of my television. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raul, that's what that's what we try to do. Raul, continue to support small businesses. We need them to thrive. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so let, let's uh, let's uh, skip over third base. We'll move third base to next week. Who's on third? What's on what? What? Um, and let's let's talk um, let's talk really quickly uh, about these first three. Uh, spring training games. Um, any, I, I know we mentioned it briefly at, at, at the beginning, but and I and I don't have any of the stats from today. I have no no idea. I know JD Davis drove in a couple of runs in the first inning, um, but look at this. This is why we have a producer. This is and 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 that first story: Pilar and Almora give Mets quality outfield depth. Just what we talked about. Uh, Pilar went two for two with a triple and a double. Look at this guy. He's fighting. He's fighting. Um, He's on the team. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Random real quick. Um, Did you see the video? I think it was on SNY. They showed McNeil and Lindor working on their uh, double play coordination in the field. Yes. I I don't know if it was – oh, my God. Lindor is so proactive. He's such – he's such – he's so talented, and you can see he's still such a – a, a, a student. I always use that term, a student of the game, because I think real great players are never, they never stop being a student. And he is coordinating with his teammates and the people are going to be working next to him. And 
what his moves are and how how he turns a double play and what he expects from McNeil. He's a leader. Name right. He he took he's it just it it warmed my heart to see this. <laughs> it really did. I, I just I got really emotional. I'm like, so sign this the guy. Cackles of your heart. Just it, the cackles. 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 <laughs> cackles. Wait, what, what is it? What what is that called? The uh, valve underneath the radiator, a, a cock, a cock something. Stop saying cock. Not the word. No, it starts, with, it. it starts with the word cock. It's it's an actual valve underneath the radiator in your car. I'll look Rocket it up deal. and we'll talk about that next show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, what, what was that? Was that it, Joe? <laughs> yep. What's going on here? That, that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were still looking at this. I was talking to producer Joe. I thought we were still going through the oh. uh, through what he had up there. All right. Um, I did. I did want to look at. Thank you, Joe. It's it, it's coming back up. It's coming. Draincock. That's the name of it. Draincock. Uh, it's a real thing. Close score. Do we have the? Can you hit box on that, Joe? I'm curious to see. Patrick <laughs> is like, really. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I haven't seen this because I've been working all night. I want to see where the runs came from. Were they early with our starters? Working all night, or, or later with our rookies? This no, we, we 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 scored the boxes up earlier, so the box is slow to load. Give it a second, you have the box. There I it appreciate is. That, Thank you, sir. Yeah, the, the, I know that they scored five runs in the first few uh, few innings. Okay. Um, yeah, and you see you see where St. Louis scored all those runs is probably against pitchers that won't be on the team anyway. Except for True. those, ignore the first seven runs. We don't want to look at yeah, that. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> VR started today. Pilar started today. Uh, JD Davis was there. Um, Martinez was out there playing. Uh, Guillaume got a chance. He was two for three. Nito, uh, our, our, our favorite backup uh, catcher, Almora played. Uh, Malik Smith played. So, and then Al- Alvarez, uh, he had a, didn't he hit a home run today? Thought he did. Anyway. Uh, Army did, didn't so, he? Who 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 pitched today? There's uh, Eichoff. Sorry, that Eichoff douche from from Philadelphia out here. <laughs> uh, K- Killame is there. Uh, yeah, he, he he pitched an inning. Um, he's the he's the kid that we got a few years back for. Um, Was your, it your boy? Philadelphia. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Is that the shortstop from Marlins? Renteria is pitching now. I pitched like a shortstop. Uh, <laughs> all right, Joe, can you do me a favor? Can you can you bring up the the next uh, stretch of games? I I I just want to go through that right before we head out here. Well, that's loading. Raul Vasquez said, "Continue to support small businesses. We need them to thrive." I agree, hundred percent. Get out there. He doesn't listen to me I'm ever. I'm glad you I'm glad you picked that up about fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> oh, you <mentioned> that? <laughs> I, I was probably looking up stats and doing your job. Me and Keith, me and uh, Keith, yeah. it's like a bad marriage. Never listens to me. <laughs> uh, I will read the other one that just came through. Raul uh, Lindor is helping JD Davis at third base to make him better position himself to lessen the mistakes at third base. Uh, that's awesome, in my opinion. I mean, he he is he's a, a leader. He's and. I, he's he's a pretty damn good baseball player too. So that that, that what helps. about Raul, what uh, Raul said? Lindor is helping Jade. 
When did he say that? <laughs> I seriously didn't hear you say the small business part. I was I know. probably not paying I attention know. to you. No, we know that. That's the part. <laughs> <laughs> we figured. All right, out. so. All right, so um, yeah, so uh, over over the next uh, week or so, we got the Nats, the Astros, the Marlins, the Nationals again, the Cardinals, and all these uh, you know stay healthy spring training games, uh, and then it, you know it it typically same 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 type of uh, teams throughout. So Cardinals, Marlins, Nationals, Astros, um, <laughs> and that's pretty much it, right? Sorry. What's going on? Because Rodriguez keeps laughing. I mean, I'm paying attention to you. and It's making me me look. I'm crying. It's making me laugh more. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, I'm sorry. Joe, I can't. It's like a a blooper from Seinfeld. They won't stop laughing. The show just they won't off, stop laughing, they? guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. So, and that 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 that's enough of the of the schedule there. So, that's enough of the schedule there. That's. Oh wait, you said uh, that already, right? <laughs> yeah. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Get, get that. Get that out of here. Get that out of here. Get that out of here. <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk <laughs> about uh, a place that. Uh, <laughs> Keith in. Keith has an appointment for next week, and that's uh, Beauty Moves. <laughs> Can we bring that up, Mister Joe? <laughs> Keith Keith has uh, you you you. Jeez, I, I got the, the nipple massage package. You got the nipple massage package. That's good. Can we get a video of that? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> This show just went off the rails like completely. <laughs> Joe, Joe, control producer Joe, control your people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody, oh, there's probably one or two people out there that'll find this funny. The other 35 won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, beauty moves uh, here, real quick. Beauty moves is the med spa for Keith and for you. Uh, the priority is your satisfaction, and their mission is to make sure uh, they are the healthy beauty solution that you trust. It's the no hair. I already got that. Clear skin and snatch waste for you. Beauty Moves Med Spa hey, is waste. here to provide you snatch <laughs> with the best results and experience. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the weasels. It's Joe. I'm I'm like working with the weasels from uh, Roger Rabbit right now. I'm stop that laughing. You're gonna die laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. I can't. I can't. Bring, I can't get them back. I'll just stay mute. I'll stay mute. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> Pull up at their Kendall office located at 16231 Southwest 88th Street or call them for your free consultation, 786-953-4775. And again, if you're listening on the podcast, 786-953-4775. And the address again is 16231 Southwest 88th Street, Beauty Moves Med Spa. 
Also follow them on Instagram at Beauty Move Spa. Results for every body and every skin type. Ooh, Keith, come back. Baby, come <laughs> back. I'm here. Don't forget about the discount uh, code. Yes. <laughs> discount code. Pop Culture Pros will save you 30%. That's that's a lot on uh, on these types of things. Right, Keith? Especially on them snatch packages. <laughs> Don't forget <laughs> about the code. He says it on their air. That's <laughs> oh boy I want whatever these guys had before the show started <laughs> magic mushrooms <laughs> you, these guys these guys had had some fungi before the show started <laughs> all right so I think that's enough Mets talk for the day um, DeGrom from Raul uh, George thanks Appreciate it. And I, I picked this bad boy up. Um, I actually think it was uh, I think it was a gift from my from my mom. Fantastic mom. mom with that shirt. That is a nice shirt. <laughs> uh, Ra- Raul says Degrom is pitching Saturday. What I mean, that's the best day to have him pitch. We're all going to be watching, and he's going to go eight shutout innings because that's what Degrom likes to do. First game of spring. Yeah, first spring game training. of spring training. Done. Eight shutout innings. Two- I want to do two innings and go sit. And rest. 40 pitches. Eight <laughs> innings, 40 pitches. Done. Efficiency. All right. That'll, that'll, uh, we'll put a big old blue and orange ribbon on this bad boy. Um, before these guys cry some more. <laughs> oh, jeez. Lost control there. All right. Uh, so let's do, uh, closing remarks. And Keith, if you want to hit us with a Fuakata. Let's let's let's. Uh, oh, How can okay. I fuck it to anybody after being so joyful? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, say okay, joy, okay. joyful, Keith. He said joy, joyful. Uh, joy. Did he say joyful? Yep. I did say joyful. I'm gonna oh, fuck it up. Hour and his agent. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. With your stupid backpedaling nonsense. <laughs> just if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up. Joy Bauer. Taylor, everybody. Yeah, just fuck it up. Out of here. Done. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'll be boy. here all week. <laughs> is that her? Is that his agent? Ooh, that's no, that's Joy agent. Taylor. Who's Joy Taylor? Jason, Jason Taylor's Taylor? little sister. sister. Oh. Oh, wow. Sister from Mr. She's a sports, uh, she's a sports announcer. She's, she's on, um, she's, a, she's uh, Colin Coward. On the she herd. Looks, on the, the herd, which I don't like. Have you heard? I don't like Colin Coward. It's all one sided. Yeah, he never. I, I just like those look at it like one this person shows. I I heard a clip over over the weekend, and he he says, "Right, Joy," and then just continues talking. Like he continues to like really believe that he's the only person on the show. Uh, but he says, oh, "Right, Joy," and then just steamrolls right through it. Producer Joe just gave you a quickie. You saw that? That was yeah. It was a boom boom. All right. Uh, Rodriguez, any closing remarks for this fine Wednesday evening? Thank you, producer Joe, for joy. Thank you, <laughs> you brought, I thank you, you brought joy. I thank you every day for bringing joy into my life. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, see ya. <laughs> See, you wouldn't want to be you. All right. Uh, going to keep me on. No, there he goes. All right. 
Quick yeah. fact: David Wright has started twelve ga- twelve times on opening day, the most in New York Metropolitan history. It's a nice Ooh. little uh, fun fact, Mr. Alonzo, Wright. Alonzo's going to break that streak. I think so. Or McNeil. There's a couple people. McNeil can do it. Could, yeah. Conforto can do it. Conforto can do it. Conforto will do it. That's it. All right. uh, That'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. We'll do some more top 10 lists. We'll talk about some more spring training. We'll talk about uh, Cy Grom's first outing of the spring. uh, And then any other developments that come our way, we'll keep you posted in the Facebook group. (sighs) You guys, you guys good? Well, good now. Are you done laughing? Can we get another show yet? Really? Really? (laughs) I'll laugh later. Just wasted all the time, <laughs> I needed that laugh. That was good. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so we'll talk to you all next week. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>